This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code SPILLED at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, I am actually doing just that. I am, well, today we're talking about... We're calling it sick food. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. Like, I typed that so many times that it started to seem like maybe that was a thing people say, but I don't think it is. No, we're talking about what you eat when you're sick. Yep, and it's uh, it's really apropos because um, I it's, it's currently Thursday, and I had gum surgery on Tuesday, and so I'm still on a regimen of soft food, which gets old real quick. Uh, I'm eating pudding, which is great. Uh, like, my whole mouth is just not right. Mm-hmm. And so if I sound funny... I mean, like, not, like, jokey funny. Ha, ha, but like, ha, funny. If I sound, like, non-ha-ha, like, just wrong funny, that's why. Oh, man. I'm yeah, sorry, so, Matthew. Mm, pudding. Mm, mm, pudding. Mm. Yep, so I've been eating a ton of yogurt, mm-hmm. some pudding. What, I mean, ki- what kind of yogurt? Malt. What kind of yogurt? So I started with <clears throat> some uh, Elenos Greek uh, mm. lemon curd yogurt. Then I ate all of that, so I went to the supermarket, and I got some Greek Gods brand pomegranate honey yogurt. Not bad. Kind of getting tired of sweet yogurt and could just go for some good plain yogurt now, what, probably. What else are you eating? Um, let's see. I've had some uh, some SpaghettiOs, which, yes! are, which are a thing I used to eat uh, when I was a kid. Cue, cue the memory lane music, mm. which we don't have music for. Now, I know we've talked about this before, but did you eat plain SpaghettiOs, the kind with hot dogs, the kind with like little hamburger bits? Meatballs. Meatballs. Ah. And those meatballs are so weird. They're so weird and so good. But yeah. I used to always eat plain SpaghettiOs. Loved SpaghettiOs as a kid. Absolutely. Well, it's because you're a purist. I mean, to this to this day, like you're the one um, from among the two of us who uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. who eats plain yogurt. You eat plain SpaghettiOs. Mm-hmm. What else? What other plain I'm things? I'm a do you real eat? vanilla kind of person. Right. Oh yeah. You you. Uh, Actually, I don't really like vanilla things very much. Yeah, we we learned that on the vanilla ice cream episode. Yeah. So yeah. So I got I got mouth problems. But, you got mouth problems, and but I'm I, on the mend. You know, I'm really glad that you were the first one to go for this. Because, oh, do you have to do it too? Well, no. I I have so 
here here's a little bit of knowledge for people. Um, I have been told by two different dentists now over the course of my adulthood that um, people who are very fair skinned like myself often are missing like the top layer of gum tissue that, that makes your gums like, you know, firm and sort of protects your gums and whatever. Gross. I'm missing that layer. And so basically my gums are much more prone to receding than other people's. So um, anyway, I, I, I work hard to take really good care of my gums and I live in fear of the day that I have to have the surgery that you just had. Which was really not so bad. Now, um, do I got to listen to podcasts during the surgery, which only took like an hour. Hmm. I wondered if you were going to be awake. Um, yeah, I mean, I... So did you see them like pull out of your mouth like a like a, a whole sheet of your gum tissue? That that is well the way they do it like this, this is going to be a super disgusting episode. I'm yes, sure we're going to be it. talking yeah. about like poop yeah. later and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, they, vomit. They, they basically use I, I didn't I, I couldn't see inside my mouth thankfully, but mm-hmm. I assume they use something like a lemon zester to like zest a strip of <gasps> tissue off the roof of your mouth, and then really and then like glue that or sew that onto your gums to make like new fake gums where your gums receded. And I want to make clear, I floss. Like, I don't deserve this. You don't deserve this. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not as fair-skinned as you, but maybe that's my problem, too. I mean, I am a white person. Maybe so. Maybe so. Um, white people have it really hard. Have you noticed oh that? God, yeah. it's so hard. Ugh. Um, okay, so, uh, so wait a minute. We were on memory lane. You were talking about SpaghettiOs. Right, so when you were sick as a kid, and I realize there's, like, different, different categories of sick that mm-hmm. we're going to need to get into, mm-hmm. um, but, like... What were the rules and the the beliefs and the regulations around like what and when you were supposed to eat when you were sick as a kid? So one thing that I really remember is if you were having any sort of stomach related ailment, you were supposed to have flat Coke. And what I, could that possibly do? Now, I've heard of this, but I this was not the thing in our house where kids were not allowed to have Coke at all. Our thing was uh, non-flat 7-Up. Wait a minute. What's the difference between 7-Up and Coke as far as, like, kids? Coke has caffeine. It, like, stunts your growth and, and <laughs> makes kids crazy and that's stuff. What, uh, that's what happened to you. Um, I, mean, I mean, to we, me. I mean, to me. Right, right. I mean, we were we were allowed to have cocaine, but oh, yeah. but not, not Coca-Cola. Yeah. Okay, so flat Coke, that was if you had any sort of stomach ailments. I remember scrambled eggs being a prominent yes, thing. Yes, for like, sure. Sort of bland food like that. I seem to recall maybe a chocolate malt from Brahms, a.k.a. Borgs. <laughs> Which we're going to be mentioning on every episode. <laughs> but but what I think it is a really sweet taking care of a sick kid tradition is the tradition that my mother's twin sister, Tina, sort of had with her daughters, which is that she would always make them something she called Charlie Brigham soup. And I think Charlie Brigham was like a, a an employer of hers or something at some okay. point. But basically, you would take chicken broth, and I'm sure it just came from a can. Uh, she would take chicken broth, warm it up on the stove, break some angel hair pasta into it. Nice. And then scramble an egg and drizzle the egg in there. Do you know how hard so making, I'm like, working here not to say something about putting a person named Charlie into a soup? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks yeah. for that. Anyway, so basically, it was like an egg drop soup nice. with, with angel hair. Uh, and then I think you would put some Parmesan on top. Wow, this sounds this sounds like something I would eat not it's sick. It's like so soothing and you know, it's kind of like pushes the like the bland salty food buttons, but it's also kind of delicious. 
Yeah, like the thing, the thing in our house, like for the for a stomach ailment or often just like a fever, is uh, like the Campbell's like chicken and stars or chicken oh, noodles. Chicken and stars, love. Yeah, chicken those little and stars, stars are so cute. They're so cute. They're so they're so plump. You know, in in my house, we had like definitely like like toast and scrambled eggs was often like the first thing you were allowed to eat yes, after you were sick. Totally. You know, as an adult, when I'm sick. Mm-hmm. I feel like so so can I can I say something here that may jinx me forever? Sure. I am not a frequent puker. Oh, me neither. I think that I have puked literally twice in my adulthood. Um, I think for me it's once. Wow, um, really? I'm pretty sure I've puked once in the last 25 maybe even 30 years i've puked twice but you know what i think that well like one one session like not, not yeah one, no, one okay, session yeah. I, so i had one session that was i think like a stomach flu or something uh and then i did puke in labor yeah yeah so you know actually i think that we're probably even because if you had oh, gone thank, through childbirth even on this or we would have had to like even the score right here <laughs> yeah, right now I'm, I'm pretty sure that if you had gone through childbirth you would have puked too. I guarantee you're correct. Yeah. Just thinking about it. Anyway, so uh, anyway, when I am sick as an adult, uh, Gatorade. Yeah. I, I really like the the kind of like chartreuse yellow Gatorade. Yeah, I like. And I like it. I mean, I mean, I tolerate it. Sure. I will sometimes get the Gatorade. I will often stick to like the Canada Dry ginger ale. What Not- about what about pretzels? Do you eat something salty oh, like a pretzel? That's interesting. Um, Dry and salty. N- no, saltines more more so than pretzels. Pretzels uh, like yeah. feel like maybe a little too much effort with all the crunching. Yeah. Now, the the thing for me is like, <laughs> and and uh, you know, my my wife and I um, kind of have like a long long standing disagreement on on this topic. She feels like you know when you have any sort of stomach ailment, you like want to really like be careful before stepping into anything that seems like real food. Mm-hmm. And for me, like I will get a craving for like you know spaghetti or something like way sooner than than I probably should and mm-hmm. we'll just like go for it and usually it's fine. I think that the, the population is probably the human population of the world is probably evenly split on this topic yeah. just as you two are. Okay. Because I think that uh, if you've been like wildly sick, I think that it, it I don't know, like maybe you need to maybe you want to ease back into it, but I do f- I I share your feeling that like it doesn't really matter what you ease back into it with. Whatever sounds good is going to yeah. work for you. And if and if what sounds good is one of those, uh, you know, double down chicken fried chicken sandwiches, then go for it. This was the Kentucky Fried Chicken thing where like the, the sandwich. It, it was Kentucky Fried Chicken one of our sponsors today? And you didn't let me know? Because what, just, what inspired you to talk about the double down? It was the grossest food I could think of. Like, oh. Um, it was like the, the quintessential gross food of like six years ago or whenever that was. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea that you, that you said like, like uh, you know, the way, the way Lori and I divide on the like what to eat after you're sick question, like, you know, makes us sort of representative of humanity as a whole. <laughs> yes. Because I like this idea that the two 40-year-old white people rep- <laughs> represent like the full range of the human experience. I am so in touch with humanity. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Um, so what about the, the old brat diet? Now you put this on the agenda. I did not. I did not put this. Oh, was it Abby? I think this was Abby. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was wondering who on our team had had colitis. Oh, see, I thought it was you. (laughs) No, it was not me. This must be Abby. She said colitis in parentheses, inflamed colon. You know, honestly, I don't know if I knew that that's what that was. 
I guess I did. I think I, I knew it had something to do with the colon. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I, I know it only from the song. What? You know, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. <laughs> The girl with colitis. It's the, the oh, terrible col- dad col- joke. Yeah. Col- colitis scope eyes. Right. Uh, the girl with colitis go by. <laughs> Thank, is it, am I introducing you to that to that joke? Okay, great. Yes. That 50-year-old joke. <laughs> you okay, know, so, I have listened to the Beatles, like, almost not at all. Really? Why For is that? For someone who really, really loves music, as... as you know I do, Matthew. Mm-hmm. I've just never been a big Beatles person. Interesting. If anything, I fall on the Rolling Stones team. Um, I I like both. I'm definitely more on the Beatles side of the oh, fence. Oh my god! Yeah, but you, you know, you and I, we have we have some like serious musical disagreements. Like you are a Bruce Springsteen fan, and I am not. Yes. Um, that's the only one I can think of. Other Great. than that, we're pretty much we're pretty uh, much in what agreement. Are, what are things you really like that I don't like? Oh, um, musically. Mm-hmm. Or um, well, I love I love that album um, from the last episode, which was called um, I don't remember like hot hot dust and, and, and ozo, ozo. Hot dust and ozo. <laughs> oh, okay. So anyway, um, so the brat diet. I remember I first learned about it at like the like the student health center when I was in college, yes. and I oh I heard that it was bread, rice, applesauce, toast. Yes, and I think that's how I heard it too. I think it might I might have heard like bread, rice, apple and toast, like it could be in the form of applesauce or like huh. a whole apple. Hmm. Um and it's supposed to be like like uh when you have diarrhea specifically, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um and but but the, the version Abby heard is different. So she so she said uh bread, rice, applesauce and tea, which um I don't know. I definitely do drink I, I like that idea. I do I definitely do drink herbal tea when I'm sick. Gosh, I never think of it. Um, I think I yeah. just drink a lot of water. I especially fizzy, fizzy water. Okay, we're, we're we're like maybe gonna transition to a different type of sick. But like when I have a, a cold and like my head feels like you know it's been pumped full of goo, I I will drink herb. Okay, this is super disgusting. How how gross can we get on this episode? Oh, we haven't even talked about neti potting yet. So okay, <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So I will. Uh, you know, especially in the morning when I've been lying down and like everything's just been pooling in my head. I will get up, I'll make a as hot as I can stand it cup of peppermint tea. I will have an additional empty cup next to it. And you'll blow your nose into it. Well, oh, you'll hawk a bunch I'll of I'll just hawk hawk phlegm into the other cup while you know. Have in you between ever sips mixed the up the cups? I knew you were gonna ask that. <laughs> Not to my knowledge. And if I and if I did, I wouldn't admit it. <laughs> Picture it like uh, 2000. Was there Squarespace then? I don't think there was. Uh, you know, it was like like it was a, a terrible time. It was it was like <laughs> it was like an apocalyptic landscape. Every website had an under construction sign on it, uh-huh. and uh, you would uh, like get your hands dirty in some uh, HTML. Uh, it was it was disgusting. You had yuck. to you had to shower three times a day if you were trying to build a website, just because of uh, all the little like grimy angle brackets and stuff you would get all over yourself. Gross. Not anymore. Well, so. Squarespace is here, thank goodness, with professionally designed templates that are easy to use regardless of your skill level. You don't have to get all, you know, all dirty with all that nasty coding. Unless you want to get dirty, because if you want to get dirty, Squarespace lets you get dirty. And when I'm talking about coding, I'm not talking about whatever it is you're thinking about. Basically, what we're saying here is it's intuitive, it's easy to use. You can make a simple, powerful, beautiful website 
yourself, whether it's for a business site, a portfolio, a restaurant, or whatever else. And, you know, in this day and age, who doesn't need a website? Yep. So if you want to do this, and you know you want to do this, you're going to go to squarespace.com, sign up for a free trial, no credit card required, and use the offer code SPILLED at checkout to get 10% off your first order. We'd like to thank Squarespace for their support of this show. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Can we talk about the old feed a cold, starve a fever saying? Sure, absolutely. Do you think there's any basis in fact there? No, I don't think so. Because if there's one thing this show is about, it's about facts. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, top to bottom, we are we are made of facts and phlegm, apparently. Uh, yeah, I... Well, like, when you get sick, like, when you get a fever, are you hungry? When I get a fever, it's usually because I have something like the flu. It's usually because you've done something sinful. Instead <laughs> of <are> being punished. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, the last time I had the flu was last December, all three of us were stricken, uh-huh. and there was definitely a day. Oh, I remember this. It was terrible. It was even we terrible were, for me. We were sick for literally three weeks to a month. We were Ugh. so sick, and there were a couple of days in there when I, I had a fever, and I just wanted to die. Like, I didn't want to eat anything. I didn't want to drink anything. I just wanted to be put out of my misery. Oh, yeah, you get to that point with the flu. Like I, I feel like that's the... That's like diagnostic of the flu. Like people say, you know, like I had the 24-hour flu or whatever. That ain't the flu. Like the flu is when like on Losing day your seven, will to live. Yeah, day seven, like you still have 104 fever and you're like, this is never going to end. You, you do start to remember what it was like to be healthy. Right, but you don't believe you're ever going to get there again. Yeah, you don't really believe it. It's, it's been like, so long. It's since like when you really there. have to pee and you can't imagine what it feels like anymore not to have to pee. It's like when I had mono. Yes. Early, early in our relationship, Brandon gave me mono, the most romantic gift he's ever Absolutely. given me. Did did it come in a box with like uh, ribbons and no, stuff? No, the best part is that he got it from playing the flute. Oh, of, sure. Of a friend sure, of his. Sure, that's what I would have said. <laughs> but her her boyfriend was later diagnosed with mono, and then he played her flute. Okay. Anyway. Sure. So Brandon gave me mono and I was living alone at the time and I I was so sick. I just remember sitting on my sofa crying because like just everything seemed too hard. Like I remember carrying groceries two blocks home from the grocery store and just weeping because I, I was never going to be well again. Um, I once had norovirus. The, the time I felt like that, I got I got the norovirus. I've this never was, had the norovirus. Oh God, it's so terrible. <laughs> it's it's the same same thing as the flu in that you have a fever for days, but also like horrible gastrointestinal sy- symptoms and like cannot be more than five feet from the bathroom at any time for like you a week. You had this in Japan. This yeah, and I got adopted by like these people I barely knew who are now like. Friends for life. So uh, what I want to know is what kind of like heavenly creatures are these people that they agreed to take you in with a contagious illness? Yeah, extremely contagious. And did any of them get sick? Not to my knowledge. I was. Did they leave you alone in your room and lock the door and not allow you to come out? I mean, they they didn't lock the door, but they didn't encourage me to come out. I tried to quarantine myself. More than one bathroom. Yes, I had like the upstairs bathroom, and hopefully they were staying away from it. Mm-hmm. For many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Matthew. Oh. oh, it was so awful. But then, so so then to bring it back to the actual topic, 
Um, then, then like, you know, when I felt well enough on like day four or something like there was like homemade miso soup, um, like, you know, the mom of the family made miso soup. And then she made like a uh, soy milk udon hot pot that was great. And like, I, I really got nursed back to health. Oh, that's so sweet. I imagine you being all alone there and, and having this family swoop in and, and take care of you was an amazing thing. It was amazing. Yeah, because I was staying in this fifth floor walk up apartment, like an Airbnb. And so I, you know, with this horrible uh, virus, I, um, you know, I, I had to like get like stuff to drink, like I had to drag myself down the stairs to the convenience store and then back up the stairs and uh, nobody spoke English. And uh, it was, it was a memorable experience. Did you have to go to the hospital? I did go to the hospital. Did you have to get an IV or something? Um, No, I basically went to the hospital and they're like, you know, you'll have, you have norovirus, like take plenty of fluids and it'll go away. Yeah. So it was an interesting experience. Like the the experience of going to the hospital was basically the same as an American hospital. Like you know, they gave me a bunch of unnecessary prescriptions. You know, it was kind of uh, um, good to know that that's depressing. a universal thing. Here's the difference between going to the hospital in Japan and in America. So like, I went at like 10 p.m. I like saw by like got seen by a bunch of nurses and five and and a couple of doctors and uh, and got like five prescriptions. Total cost a hundred dollars. Wow. Wow. So uh, so that was different. <sighs> that was really different. Yep, yep. So uh, I, I have nothing more to add here, only that I am terrified of norovirus. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, I'm, and then someone, oh, <laughs> so the follow-up to the norovirus story is, like, uh, my sister-in-law was staying with us, like, uh, um, you know, uh, sometime after that, and she, and she got it. Um, and uh, Iris and I like fled the house and went to stay with my parents until she was better because I'm like, you know, I don't care if I'm being a jerk. I am not going through that again. And it worked. Wow. So Wendy stayed here the whole time she was yeah. sick? Yeah. Lori got it. I didn't. Oh, man. It was not nearly as severe a case as when I had it. Oh. But uh, yeah, but like, again, like with the flu, like you feel or mono, you feel so exhausted, like you can't move. But you have to because you have to get to the bathroom. The show is making me feel like <laughs> dunking my hands in bleach. I know. Like, why did we? Why did we well, think this was going to be a? Good, this is not a good episode. episode. This is a terrible. And episode. also, my voice sounds all funny because my mouth is all swollen. Oh. Um. So anyway, so so I've been eating, uh, you know, soft foods for uh, for the last. So this is day three of soft foods, and like I keep like cheating a little bit, but then regretting it because like stuff scrapes against my mouth mm, in a painful way. Ow. Um, like, have you ever had to do like soft foods or clear liquids or something like that? And if so, like, what was the first thing? What was the thing you started craving more than anything else? I think I probably had to do soft foods after I had my wisdom teeth. Pulled. Sure, of course. But that was a long time ago. Yeah, like almost twenty years ago. Like before you really knew what food. I was. remember drinking uh, chocolate malt from Borg's. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember eating. Can I just get like? I remember. I just want t you to cut me in on ten percent of the kickbacks you're getting from Borgs, <laughs> a place that doesn't exist, for mentioning them in every episode. <laughs> and I remember eating some scrambled eggs my mom made for me. Aww. I remember drooling copiously. Yeah, for and sure. having this ice pack that I had to like. That was kind of like a belt I had to wrap. Can we around talk about head. ice packs? Yes, let's talk about ice packs. I don't know if I believe in ice packs. Like, I think that the scientific community is against you there. Yeah, I think I think so. But like, 
pressing their bodies against you. Yeah, and their their ice cold bodies. <laughs> yes. I know. I'm I'm wrong about this, but like I hate putting the ice pack on, and it doesn't seem to make any difference. You need to. You're not trying. You're not putting it directly against your skin, are you? You need to like no, wrap, wrap it, it in, in a like towel. a tea towel. Yeah, like a cute little tea towel. Oh, it it, it gives me comfort. Okay. Yeah, it gives me. I mean, it's me good. Comfort. It's good to feel like you're. How doing do you feel something. about a hot water bottle? Oh, I love a good hot water bottle. They never get hot enough for me. I want it like really hot. We have been talking about like, you know, it's the it's the cold season or winter, as some call it here in Seattle, where it doesn't actually get very cold, but cold enough that like when we get in bed at night, the bed is cold. Brandon just made me buy flannel sheets. Um, we yeah, I think we have some of those that we should put on. But we've been talking about like, should we get a hot water bottle? I, I don't even know if we own one, like something to stick in the bed, like. Something to to get in bed before us to like warm the place up. You so, know, possibly just like <laughs> a local vagrant. <laughs> oh. So um, uh. <clears throat> I have recently taken up sewing mm-hmm. quite uh, quite aggressively, as you, <laughs> as you might have heard. I want to see that anyway. But I made. Um, Do you think you would like win a, a sewing rumble as like a little test project for a potential Christmas present, which then I thought was too boring. <laughs> I made like, um, you know, like those rice filled, like little Mm -hmm. warming pillows. You put it in the microwave and then it starts smelling like delicious, hot, toasty rice. Do you use cooked rice for this or raw? Raw. (laughs) And then you, you put it on your, then you put it on your body. Okay. Anyway, I made. anywhere? Anywhere. I made one and I took it to bed and kind of put it over my abdomen and had this nice, just warm feeling. But then you decided, like, it was then, too good to give to anyone else? Then I decided it was just kind of a boring present. I don't know. You made it sound pretty nice. Maybe I'll sew one for you guys. Okay, yeah, like, hint, hint. Do you each need one for your side of the bed? Do you need one that is human-sized? Yes. Oh, <laughs> You're like going to need a bigger microwave. Rice, like, like big rice, rice person. <laughs> rice mannequin. <laughs> What a great movie, by the way, Mannequin. Oh, love that movie. Loved it. Kim Cattrall, what a I haven't seen it in so long. I, do you think it holds up? Have you seen it recently? I have not seen it it's recently. But Netflix, it's got that right? Starship song in it. Oh, we can we can build this dream together. Standing strong forever. Nothing's gonna stop us now. Ooh, wow, nicely done. That was weird. Wow. Um, <laughs> I don't, don't know what happened there. I think I may have turned into a mannequin for a second. <laughs> <laughs> do, okay. you think, do you think we turn into mannequins anytime people are not listening to the show? How would we know? Right? That's true. That's true. Okay. What is the sound of one host <laughs> turning into a mannequin? I don't know. In some sort forest. of like a stony silence. <laughs> yeah. In the forest. Yeah. If a podcast host turns into a mannequin in the forest and no one is there, <laughs> does the bed still warm? Um <laughs> Yes. So, so Kim Cattrall, if you're listening, could you come warm up our bed, please? I mean, not Molly's in my bed because we're not married. Oh, um, wait. Okay. Wait, what? Which one of us gets her first? Oh, I don't know. Like, can what? it be young Kim Cattrall? Yeah. Yeah. Flip. the The older one is a little too cougary for me. Mm, I'm okay with it. Okay. Um, and uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, uh, where. Boy, we're, we're not going to post any, no photo this week. No. <laughs> that was also gross. No. Ugh. Uh, and uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, where no matter what I say now, you're going to share some dis- disgusting story. So go for it. Yeah. How about it? Um, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Yep. And uh, until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Kids, don't share flutes. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterburton. 
Okay, Abby's I guess had colite. I guess she's Abby's fine with us putting colite. this out to the world since she put it on the agenda. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.